Welcome to BB and Cece. I'm BB. And I'm Cece. And welcome to our podcast. Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. We really appreciate it. I know it's been a while since our last episode, um, but a lot's been going on and sometimes life just takes over. But we hope everyone is well. Everyone is healthy. Everyone is maintaining and, and keeping up a positive attitude. Um, we're still dealing with the pandemic and unemployment and depression and stress. Um, so just, you know, we just hope everyone is doing well, the best best that they can. Um, so today's episode, we will be talking about um, the Garifuna people. <laughs> All right. Um, a lot of people um, don't know about the Garifunas. Um, my Yeah, the Garifuna culture and heritage. Um, my family is from Honduras. And so um, we're going to discuss that a little bit. Cece's been asking me some questions about it. So I figured why not do an episode where we can kind of um, get a little bit of a history lesson. Haha. <laughs> All right. So do you know, Cece, from what I've taught, from what we've talked about in the past um, who Garifunas are? No. You don't remember anything? Oh, I never talked to you about this. Because I remember talking about this. You didn't tell me exactly who they were. What have I told you? You tell me some stuff about them. Like? The culture. Like? Now, you're not about to make me look like I never talked to you about Garifunas. <laughs> now, we're not about to do that. You just never paid attention. I or didn't, didn't care. Hey. Hmm? I forgot. You're, okay, that's your honesty. Okay, fine. You forgot. All right. So, the Garifunas are uh, were a group of people who um, actually originated in St. Vincent. Oh, You've heard of St. Vincent? Oh, that. That. Yeah, exactly. So we came. We came from Saint Vincent. Um, well, let me go back a little bit. Around the thirteen hundreds, um, uh, uh, you know, uh, slaves made it to the island, but history hasn't really, like, some people would say that, um, the Garifuna people were no, were not slaves. Uh, but then I'd say they had to have been slaves, right? Because the, you know, we came from Africa, period, point blank. And so, you know, unless we, you know, most likely we were brought here on a slave ship and, um, um, there's, I've read some articles where, um, I've heard that and from uncles and aunts that, um, the ship that the ship that brought them here crashed something happened along the way in which um the slaves were able to take over the ship right maybe they they killed the captain and you know they they found it you know they were able to take over and free themselves right so they they ended up in the island of St Vincent right so that's how one part of the story goes, and that's the one I'm familiar with. So they ended up in the island of St. Vincent. This is around the 1300s. And when they did, uh, when they arrived to that island, there were already natives living there, right? Um, they were 
Indians. I forgot the name of what kind of Indians they were, but there's a specific one. Native American? No, not Native. They they were native to the land, right? Um, so they were already living there, right? So mm-hmm. the guy, the so the, uh, the Africans that came were ended Indians? up. Indians. Yeah, there were there were Native Indians that that oh. that lived there, that were already in the island. So um, that's how the Africans were able to kind of, um, you know. Huddle up? Well, you could say huddle up, but that's how they, they got together, right? Blended in, right? And there were other people too, the Caribs, I think that's what they were called. So they were so everybody got together. That's how, you know, everything started. And it was just um um a combination of different cultures, right? That kind of brought to life the Garifuna culture in itself. Um so during that time, as time went by, um the English came to the island. I believe the French came, uh, the Dutch came. There were other people who was trying to kind of take over the island that came to St. Vincent, but we were already there. So um, we were not about to just let these people come, you know, and take over our land. So to make a long story short, there was a leader, a Garifuna leader. His name was Satouye, right? He was our leader, and he's the one that kind of... um, you know, stood his ground, right? And they fought. They fought the British for a long time. They fought them. And then eventually, um, they beat us, right? They, well, they killed Satuye. Satuye died. And once Satuye passed away, died, was killed, then we were kind of exiled out of the land. They kicked us out of, out of our land, and that's what ended up happening. A lot of people died. It wasn't just Satuya who died. A lot of Garinago people died during the war. I call it a war, right? Um, during during that time, a lot of Garifuna people died because they were trying to protect their land. They wanted to, you know, and they, they refused to become slaves. Because if you allow the British or anyone to take over, what's going to happen to you eventually around that time? You'll become a slave. And they refused to do that. Kind of reminds me about um, of Haiti. Because... Remember, the Haitians had their revolution. They revolted against, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? The French. The French, exactly. Because they refused, you know. So that's kind of, that's what exactly what the Garinago people did. They tried, they fought hard for their land. And then eventually they got exiled. So they were kicked out. Of, they, they left. And then they ended up in Ro- Roatan. Roatan is a small island in the coast of Honduras. Roatan. Roatan. How do you do that? You have to roll your tongue. I don't know. You have to... Try it. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
and and in different parts of New York, but the largest one is in New, in the Bronx, New York. And California and LA, they have a community. There's a community there. In Houston, there's a large community there. Um, Seattle, there's a community there. So there, New Orleans, New Orleans is another one. There's a, a, a huge community and Miami too. So there, so we're all over the place, but it's not, it's not a lot of us. It's not a lot of us, but we are in these places and we try to uh, conserve our heritage through the language that we speak. You hear me talking to grandma sometimes and I speak Garifuna, right? So that's, that's my way of conserving that part of me by not, by not forgetting my language, right? Um, and the Garifuna language is actually, it's a mixture of different dialects that they mesh together to make this particular language. And that was their way of communicating in, uh, so that the British would not be able to understand them, you know, like, you know, code words. So that's how the Garifuna language kind of um, established itself. Um, what else? Mm, what else can I remember? Um, so, uh, we celebrate our settlement day on April 12th, which was a few days ago. So yeah. remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. You know, so, uh, that's the day that we were, we settled in our, our, in our Central America. So that's why we celebrate that day. And it's, it means a lot to us because that's where we found our new home, so to speak. Right. Um, some of the things that we do, um, there's some traditions that, that the older generation, uh, still follows and depending on your family, you can use some, the new generation, like my generation may still follow it as well. I personally don't, uh, but, uh, they have these rituals that they do, uh, that we do. Um, and it takes place usually after someone passes away, right? So if someone passes away, maybe six months after their death, you'll do like um, something called a lemesi, where you would go to church and have the, you know, the, um, the preacher, the pastor, or some, someone say a prayer for that person, right? That's your way of paying respect. But why the person? I, I really don't know. And the thing is, I've asked my mom and she really can't give me a definite answer because I think that after a while, it's just, it, it just becomes something that you have to do. When my parents were growing up, they didn't really have the kind of relationship that the new generation have with their children, right? Where you would come and ask me questions and I would answer your questions. Back then, it was like, this is what you have to do and that's that. You get what I mean? And and you, you know the gist of why you're doing it, but you don't know the details, the complete details, right? You know, oh, this is the meaning for why we're doing this. But then when you ask, why six months? Why this time? Why this food? Why that? No one can really answer that, because, you know? So so that's, 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 what, that's what that is. And then they have... Um, which consists mostly your like your you know your your immediate family you guys will go and you will do that um they have this thing called velorio right no you know that that my grandma passed away last year yeah. so my aunt and her, her, her and you know went to Honduras and to throw this big um shindig as you could call it um it's supposed to be a way 
it sucks. It okay in la in the Latino community, and the thing is that because the Garifuna people ended up in Central America, right? There are certain things that would be picked up along the way from Latin, from Hispanics, right? Lat Latinos, mm -hmm. which is the Spanish language, because that's the language that I speak, and most pe most Garifuna people speak that language. But guess what? What in Belize they don't speak Spanish. What do they, speak? they speak English and some speak Garifuna, but they don't speak Spanish, right? Because it's really, it's not, it's not a Spanish-speaking country, right? But Honduras is, Guatemala is, Nicaragua is. So we speak Spanish and we picked up some of those traditions and religions. So when someone dies in the Latino community, uh, you do luto. A luto is when you're mourning for that person and you do it for... A year, depending on your the clo your closeness to that person. Like if my parents, God forbid, pass pass away, um, in the olden days, you would have to do like a a year long luto, right? Where you don't dance, you're not supposed to wear colorful clothing. You're basically in mourning, that whole time. I personally don't do that. I don't do that. And my parents understand that I don't do that. And they're okay with me and my siblings choosing not to do that anymore. Because I, I feel like when someone passes on, yes, you can mourn them. But why should I pause my life? Be well, I don't want to do something because I was told I have to. If I'm going to do something, it's going to be because it's in my heart to do it. If that makes sense, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's what typically... The, the old traditions were someone pass away you do a luto that's what that's what you do and then once the year once you're about to reach the the year anniversary of that person's death you're no longer in luto so you you're now able to wear colorful clothing you're able to dance and have a great old time so the the lorio is supposed to be like that that celebration if you will and it consists of a lot of food like a lot of food that you have to prepare. Some people do it grand where they would go and get like a live cow where they'll kill. It's a lot. And then you have um, drummers come and you have to set up like a, like a, remember Coco? Mm -hmm. Right? Dia de los Muertos? Yes. When they had like a, como se dice? Lights? No, remember in his house? They had like an altar and they had oh, the pictures of, that, 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 yeah. yeah, and they had the picture of all the dead people. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you do something similar and during the velorio, you have an altar, but you have a picture of the person that you're doing the celebration for, and they um um and you'll pray over it over the person and stuff like that. So that's pretty much what a velorio is. There's other little things that goes with it, but that's pretty much the point of it. But it requires a lot of like food and a lot of money that you have to spend to do that. Some people still do it, like I told you, my aunt does it, and some my aunt in in Honduras still do it. But me, I don't see myself doing that. But that's part of our tradition, right? And then they have, um, they have something else called, called a chugu. And, and they have another thing called a dugu. So they have le messi, they have velorio, they have chugu, and they have a dugu. They're all pretty much the same with little differentiations it gets a little scary so i don't know if you want me to tell you the that part scary what like during uh during a chugu it's like you have to kind of like you at least the, the all right so anyway i'm not gonna i don't want to get into details because i don't want you to have nightmares 
going to ask you later. Yeah, we can talk about it later. Uh, not during the podcast because I don't want you to get frightened. But yeah, so those are. It's just think about it. It's they're all similar. They're all pretty similar. It's about it has to do with um, remembering the dead. That's pretty much what it is, right? Uh, so so these are some of the things that we do. Some of the foods that we cook. Uh, that we really, you know, we're known for is cassave. You know, the cassave, the white cassava. We love that. I know I do. Uh, so we make that um, and women sell it and, and stuff like that. There's um, tableta de coco. Let's not talk about food. You're making me hungry. <laughs> okay. Um, and we have the dance, which is punta, right? You're mm-hmm. familiar with punta. And so, you know, little things like that. So it's um it's interesting. And I really, really enjoy and love my culture. It's it's uh, fascinating. It really is. It really is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you should always be proud of where you come from. And when you... And I remember you had asked me, Mommy, when you filling out a form, do you what do you put for your ethnicity? Um, for my race, I put black because I'm black, right? Mm-hmm. But... Um, it it's it's like it's tricky like some people that i know would put latino hispanic right and then some people would put other mm-hmm. <laughs> and then some people would put black so uh african i don't know african americans i think it's really up to you but um yeah so it's 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 really interesting and and a lot of people don't know who garinagus are um i know that when people find out that i'm from this country they're oh you're 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 spanish and then i sometimes i just be like i speak spanish and that's that um but oftentimes uh if they ask i'll get into details that i'm garifuna that's why i'm dark-skinned because they'd be like oh i don't see i never heard of black people in in honduras and blah blah blah. so you have to educate people sometimes so it's good to know these things all right um Mm -hmm. what else what else? What else? And we have other dances too. There's a dance called Wanaragua, which consists of drumming and people dress up in like these costumes. Mask. They wear masks. Um, they wear masks and stuff like that. And they they it's like they jumping around. You've seen it. I've seen. I, I, you've seen the videos. Spooky stuff on. Like, Some of them do. Some of them do if they want to. No, you're talking about Indio Barbaro. Yes. Indio Barbaro is what we do during the holidays, around Christmas time, New Year's. That's when the Indio Barbaro comes out. And Indio Barbaro is um, usually a, somebody who dresses up, who paints the entire body in black paint. And they go around asking for money. So if you see one coming, you better run. Because if they catch you, they're going to ask you for money. And if you don't have money, they're going to paint you. So it's it's fun. It's supposed to be fun for kids and stuff like that. That was like the highlight of my childhood when when I was there. But I was there for I wasn't there for too long. But I remember I remember the Indian Barbaro and the fun that people would have. I was one of the punks that I'll be scared because they look scary after a while. Because imagine someone like pitch black coming at you. All you see is their eyes with paint all over their body. <laughs> it's scary, right? But kids love it. It's fun, you know. So you have to always have money with you. Or something to give them, because they will paint you. They'll give you a big old hug, and you'll be all painted. So we do that around the holidays. Um, what are the festivities? Like, every town, every colonia in Honduras, it's like, colonia is like a, what we Community? call... 
yeah, like little communities, right? Where Garifuna people live in Honduras. So each town have like their flag. No, 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 not flag. It's like that they're known for. Mm mm. It's like um. You know, all right, think about block parties in America, right? You know how some, like, in the summertime, different blocks be having mm-hmm. a party? So, in Honduras, these communities have um, a party. You know, like, let's say June is for this 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 community, and then in April, this community, like that. Like, they have, like, their anniversaries to celebrate their town, right? So, we do that, and that's usually a big old festival. It's like a big old party that lasts about a week and a half, I think. Um, yeah, and then they have the bands, band, different bands come in, there's concerts, there are parties, and people from all over come, and it's really fun, it's really fun, and then they have, like, different activities, um, and since my family migrated to Honduras, we celebrate, uh, and September 15th is Honduras, um, Independence Day, so we celebrate that, you know, they do that. Um, there's this other thing that they do, that we do, it's called Coronación. It's like a, it's like a community affair where, um, think of a, yeah, where like you'll have like a queen that represents the town and then she'll have her, like, it's like a quinceañera. Think of a quinceañera, right? Oh, you okay. have like, a, so, so the queen is like the birthday girl, right? Like, like, like a quinceañera with her big old dress. They usually, they wear white and a big old cape. And then she'll have, like, other people there. Think of them as damas and chambelanes and stuff like that. So that's, like, she represents the town for that year. And then the following year, someone else takes the throne. So oh. that's what a coronación is. And each town does it. But back in the day, they did. I, I don't... They still do it now, but I don't think it's as... Popular? As, I don't know. I, I guess it's still popular. Like, I don't I don't really be in the scene. But um, it's something that back when I was growing up as a kid, they used to do it a lot. They used to do it a lot. Um, so that's something that we did. Uh, what? I have a question. Sure. Who was the person that created that grieving day thing? Because that's weird. Which I mean, one? that's not weird. But the one that they, um, they grieve for a year. Oh. <laughs> so was the intention for people to be sad? Oh, <laughs> maybe be sad like them. Like I don't know. I guess I guess they're. I don't know. I guess their justification is you know you're losing someone that you love, so you're supposed to. It's like it's a way of paying your respects for that person, you know. So I think that's why they did it, but yeah. I grieve for. I grieve. Food when I drop it on the floor, it's not the same thing, and you know that (laughs) it's not the same thing. It's not the same thing. See, and another thing is that a lot of these, like at the end of the day, we came from Africa, right? So, uh, uh, there's people in Cuba that follow similar traditions that we do. That, um, your father, he's from Haiti, and they, I'm, I'm pretty sure that there's something similar that they do, you know, maybe not as far as like our celebrations but like like you know some of the stuff about you know what you know when someone passes etc maybe they have something similar that they do i know that in puerto rico they do santa i think santeria i don't know if it's in puerto rico Cuba. i might be getting my facts mixed up or brazil but either way we all brought something back from the motherland when we got when we came to places where we are right now Mm -hmm. so it's very important to keep 
some of that's still vivid. My way of keeping some of that is by continuing to speak my native language and not forgetting it. So I speak it with my mom all the time and my, my father all the time. Even though since I'm I, I tend to like mix it up with Spanish, but at least I try, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh so, you know, it's something to it's something that I would like you to learn, but I'm so used to English and Spanish, you know, that is it's like, you know, but I'm gonna do better. I'm gonna try to do better to speak it to you so you can kind of understand uh, at least the common phrases, you know, so that when you do go to Honduras, you're not, you don't feel too out of place, you know? And, uh, yeah, that's that. Oh, and, um, speaking of San Vincent, you know that they, there's a volcano eruption going on now in San Vincent. And San Vincent is not a large island. It's a small island. And they're dealing with a volcano eruption for about a week now. And you don't really hear from it on the news. I watch the news quite often and I don't I haven't really heard anything about that. So that's what's been going on. Uh I know that the people have been evac a lot of the people have been evacuated and I think that there was one a casualty like one person passed died um because of inhalation or something, but they there hasn't been a lot of death reported. Um but just that one, so that's good. Um but most of the people evacuated from the place where the volcano is. So that's good to hear, but um, I know that, you know, people are probably homeless right now. So, you know, so I know that there's places that send in donations and stuff like that. But for those who are not aware, uh, this is what's going on in the island of St. Vincent. So for those who, who you know, want to just you get some more information, you can look it up online. But that's what's going on. So pray us up for them and hope that this stops. But they've had volcanoes eruptions before. I think the last one was like in 19... 19- 80 something if i'm not mistaken so it has happened before it's like hawaii you know hawaii have volcanoes too and every couple of years it'll erupt so it's it's very unpredictable you really don't know when this these things are gonna happen but so that's what's going on uh, yeah um oh so before we go i also wanted to talk about dmx um for those people who are fans of his uh, you are aware that he passed away, so we just wanted to give him a shout out and um um you know just remember him. He was a great rapper. My brothers used to listen to him a lot growing up, and it took me a while to kind of get into rap because I just felt like it was just a bunch of screaming. Being the only girl with three boys, you can understand that why I felt that way, but. After a while, I kind of started understanding. I remember my brothers used to watch Rap City. It used to come on BET at 4 o'clock every day, Monday through Friday. They used to always watch that. So that's how um, I remember uh, DMX on there. I remember the locks. I remember like Nas, maybe Jay-Z. We used to listen to a lot of Pac growing up. Yeah, he's he's a rapper from Queens. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, yeah so dmx was one of those inf- you know those rappers if that i listened to growing up and stuff like that so it's, it was really sad to hear that he was sick and then to hear about his passing that really broke a lot of hearts um so our hearts are with his family and hope that everyone is able to cope and get through it um as much as you know as best they can under the circumstances so um yeah any last words no yeah. 
All right, guys. So um, hope you liked our episode. I hope you guys learned a little bit about Garifuna people. If you want to know more information, YouTube has a ton of videos. You may want to check out Punta. That's the dance. That's our music from our country. Uh, and it's awesome. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so um, we just wanted to share, you know, give some information about that. Um, CC was asking and I figured, hey, why not share it with everybody else, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Uh, stay positive And, you know, let's just keep going. Just keep moving forward. Bye for now.